West Cork Sports Star Awards, live from the Celtic Ross Hotel in Roscarbury on C103. And good evening, I'm John Paul McNamara We are live from the Celtic Ross Hotel in Ross Carberry We're meeting some of this year's monthly award winners Between now and seven Where one will be named the overall winner for 2023 This year the awards are celebrating 26 years in existence Running indeed with ourselves here at C103 and the Southern Star But let's announce some of the awards before the presentations this evening and the Potty Palmer West Cork Sports Star Youth Award that goes to Emma Hurley from Drina for the sport of road bowling and indeed for soccer. The team of the year is going to Donovan Rossa Ladies for their All-Ireland win and club of the year goes to Castlehaven who have done so well in so many codes within their GAA club. We'll hear from them very shortly. A special achievement award goes to Town GAA on winning both county hurling and football and the Hall of Fame going to Ian Kingston for his role in coaching so much talent in the sport of kickboxing right across West Cork. But let's start and we're going to meet our monthly award winners this evening here at the Celtic Ross Hotel in Ross Carberry. We're live here on C103 in West Cork right through until 7 and we'll start with Castlehaven GAA who are club of the year and captain uh, for much of the success this year in the main side of things in Castlehaven is Mark Collins who joins us this evening here. Good evening to you Mark. Evening JP, thank you. And we're going to go back to the start of the year for you and it all started in the county championship and you took on big city teams such as St. Finbar's and Banning colleagues to get to the county final against Nemo where you won by two points that was the start of your journey uh, for this year or for last year even yes I suppose you know I think we've been um, kind of knocking the door in the car championship for the last three or four years without ever getting over the line um, and we had some great battles with the Bars and Nemo over that over that period so to, to beat St Finbars in the semi-final and to beat Nemo in the final was was, was a brilliant achievement and uh, you know it gave us great confidence going into the Munster campaign and then after the celebrations of winning that County Mark uh, Castlehaven went on to Munster and you were again facing huge teams like Cratlow from County Clare and Rathgormock from Waterford but I think the most interesting match had to be the game against Dingle uh, you know the West Kerry team they are, they are strong when it comes to Gaelic games and they have a lot of those involved in their team on the Kerry squad but the bad weather conditions in Limerick that day you know it finished with penalty in bad weather conditions and it was a hit and miss for a lot of that game wasn't it? Yeah I think it's a game we'll probably never forget in Castlehaven um, <laughs> the conditions were, were crazy to be honest with you and it, it was a game is where we were probably beaten at least at least two times if not three times you know we were beaten at the end of normal time when we had to get a kick with the last kick of the game in, in extra time and, and Dingle had a penalty to win it as well so we, we got out of jail that day but it was one game we'll never forget I think we all remember those TV pictures of Damien Cahalan and that decisive penalty before scoring the winner it was a real dramatic finish shootout for you guys of course that was the first Munster win for the Haven since the 90s so a big deal yeah hu- huge deal for the club I think um, 1997 um, was the last time we'd won the Munster so you know it, it, it's a long time and um, we were absolutely delighted to get over the line in, in Limerick that day for yourself was it very special to be captain on that day and indeed for most of those various games it, you know it, it was brilliant to be, to be captain of such a special team you know it was, I suppose it's something that I, I dreamt of growing up you know I, I was mascot back in 1994 and you know walking around in the parade something I would have 
would have copied at home and pretended to be you know so to, for that dream to come true was unbelievable and very special and it certainly did come true it also meant a lot I'm sure to the stalwarts of the club you know it's a big club in that area of West Cork there's been a lot of work from supporters and loyal volunteers over the years as well so they really did enjoy that support yeah unbelievable and even even this year like the work and the support we got um, even financially was unbelievable because you know we had three away games in um, the Munster and Ireland Championship and it didn't come cheap you know we stayed away three nights so to get that support from people was, was unbelievable for such a small club so we're very grateful for that and of course from the Munster side of things you did go on to the All-Ireland stage no luck against the Roscommon side St. Bridget's but even with that you did put up a challenge to them on the day which they admitted as well uh, it ended your campaign for the All-Ireland but it was a huge success to get to the semi-final yeah huge success to get there but we were a small bit disappointed on the day you know it's it's one that we you know we, we felt that we, we probably didn't play to our full potential and if we did we, we think we would have had a right chance but I think looking at the, the All-Ireland final last weekend you know it showed what a, what a good team St. Bridget's were they probably were the better team against the Glen and um, you know like it, it was a credit to them how, how well they performed last weekend and outside of your own involvement there was big success for the ladies footballers as well in Castlehaven and the minors so overall while you're receiving club of the year it's a joint effort between everybody in the club uh, it's been a huge successful 2023 yeah very successful I think the, lad- the ladies have shown the way in the club for the last number of years I think that was their fifth county in, the ro- in a row and a, a, an unbelievable achievement and then for under 17s to follow it up with a county as well was just brilliant and it was a special year for the club well Mark congratulations to you all there in Castlehaven well done to yourself over the last year as well and enjoy the night tonight there's a banquet later on here in the Celtic Ross Hotel and I know there's uh, buses coming from all areas of West Cork here tonight so have a great night Mark and enjoy the celebrations thanks very much JP thank take you take care that is Mark Collins there joining us from Castlehaven now we'll turn to the sport of rugby and Jack Crowley from Inishannon was a monthly award winner for his involvement in Ireland rugby with the Grand Slam win last year plus Munster with the URC win. Since then, Jack has gone on to play for Ireland at the Rugby World Cup. We will have all seen his success within the Rugby World Cup organisations there over the last number of months. And now, of course, the Irish squad, while well, they are in a very tight schedule at the moment, they're currently in Portugal getting ready for the Six Nations. Now, earlier this year, we did speak to Jack on his success and how he got into playing rugby but first on him receiving this award here and what it means to him yeah a place that you grow up and and still massively um would represent yourself and, and relate yourself to and an area that i'm very proud to to come from and and um to represent along with the other lads that are doing such a great job and, and girls are doing such a great job of representing west cork i'm happy to to be just there to do my part and help out and that is what you are doing because it's been a season of progress for you, Jack. You made your senior debut with Ireland against Fiji in November last year. Then a week later, your first start for Ireland against Australia. And of course, you featured in the Grand Slam winning the Six Nations campaign earlier this year. So, so far, it's going well. 100%. Yeah, it's going it's going unbelievably well. Um, you know, some things I hadn't really um, preempted to, to happen so happen so quickly, but I suppose that's 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 it and and um, yeah, really really enjoyable and, and grateful for uh, everything that's happened um, and the people along the way that have that have really made it possible for me to to be there and, and do that. 
And from Ireland into your Munster involvement and you were part of the West Cork Mafia as they call it in the URC Grand Final against the Stormers in Cape Town. But before that your dropkick goal in the Linster match getting Munster to that stage. Everybody I spoke to this evening just mentioned that to us and say you've got to ask Jack about that and how that led to Munster winning out basically. Ah well I don't know if it led to Munster winning out at all. Uh, um <laughs> But yeah, look, I, you know, I suppose it was more so to do with what it meant after um, for that whole group and that squad to to get to that point in the final. And and um, like I said, I was just happened to play my part in, in that. And um, yeah, look, I think you know you saw what it means to the people where you're from and, and the support that you get, and and that also boosts you along the way. So um, just massively, massively happy to to do it for such a good group of of players and staff, and and that we could get over the line in South Africa. Yeah. And another boost for yourself is being named the Nevin Spence Men's Young Player of the Year for 2023 at the recent Rugby Players Ireland Awards. Yeah, look, another award that's, you know, I'm hugely honoured to, to to get after, you know, Nevin being such a talented young player and, and um, taken so suddenly. And I suppose it has an award. It's an award that has so much meaning behind it and to, to get that. And then... Uh, on top of that, the, the opponents that I, that were also our nominees that were also up for up for the award, um, Dan Sheehan, unbelievable for for Leinster and on the international stage with Ireland, and then Tom Stewart, who's a try scoring machine. So to get that, you know, I wasn't quite expecting it to be honest. And um, yeah, look, grateful to get the award and and against those two lads, um, yeah, I wasn't expecting to get the award against that competition. Where did the interest come from for you to get into the sport, first of all? It came from from my family and, and friends, you know, going to band and playing, playing rugby since I was six and, and then, you know, watching Monster in Ireland, um, being successful throughout those years I was growing up as a nine, ten-year-old, um, watching the Grand Slam and, and watching Monster lift the Heineken Cup was something that was really special and, and hopefully something that we can do soon. When you were playing with band and grammar and indeed band and rugby club do you feel from a club level what you learned with them stood to you in your experience now with both Munster and Ireland yeah look 100% the people that you um, meet on and off the pitch is massively important and, and it also shapes the person that you would hope to be um, and you know as, as well as it's important to be a good player on the pitch it's also important to be a good player off the pitch and I suppose the people that you meet in the community that you're from and, and that you you live in shapes you and um, you intend that that'll go a long way throughout your life so um, definitely the the clubs and, and the, the teams that I was part of as, as a youth have helped shape me to be the player I am today and also my family and friends that have been so supportive all along the way. The West Cork Sports Star Awards live from the Celtic Ross Hotel in Roscarbury on C103. And that was Jack Crowley speaking to us earlier last year. Another monthly award winner here in the sport of rugby, of course, doing so well representing Ireland as they head into the Six Nations in a few weeks. Now we'll go from rugby and back to Gaelic Games and to Barry Row, where they had a successful year. David O'Sullivan joins me from Barry Row GA. Good evening to you, David. Hi, JP. How are you doing? I'm fine, and thanks for joining us live here in Ross Carberry. It was your first ever Carberry Junior A Football Championship crown. It was an extra time victory over Kilmacabee. And an evening 
of high drama. Superb football, though, ending with yourselves in Barry Row being crowned the West Cork champions. Yeah, it was a great night for the club and it was a great way to cap off a, a good campaign in, in West Cork football. Uh, we'd gone through a lot of extra times throughout the year. Um, so, again, when we got to that moment, we were fairly confident and I uh, was just delighted to get over the line with my teammates. And you mentioned the extra times. It was a, a tough uh, challenge for you to get to at the end because you had a big competition with St Mary's, Clonakilty, in a tough game as well against St Columns. Yeah, I've always seen it to my uh, to my friends who are also interested in GA that junior football in West Cork is, is an incredibly high standard. Um, there's some great teams and every team we played all year pushed us to the very end. Um, which made it a great achievement for us to get over the line and get the win. And then when you had the win, I mean, those wins, the, the, the team yourselves, you gel well together and you know it was something special at a time when you were doing well with games from underage level into senior level. Do you think that worked out with the change in the underage structure there uh, and the, the players moved up from, from that level to senior? Did that play a part in your win? Absolutely. I think um, when you look at the Ibing Gales and how successful that's been for our club and, and again as well, our neighbours as well, Tim League they, people forget they got to the West Cork final the year before yeah, yeah. so it's been it's been great for developing talent in the club and uh, every year we're getting more and more talented players which um which help us uh, succeed and when they're confident of playing an underage level it's coming into the senior level and helping us and a massive achievement for a rural club I mean people from Barry Road that were here at the monthly presentation here again tonight very proud of where they come from and we have seen a lot of rural clubs not only here in West Cork but across the country really growing and improving over the last number of years now that people can remote work so they can commit to a local club now have you seen that as well in Barry Row? I suppose in, uh, as well as Barry Row, local clubs around your area yeah there's great pro- in our team anyway in being from our parish obviously they play with Ivan Gales at underage yeah. but there's a different type of pride when you play with your teammates that you went to primary school with and say for my, 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 myself now I travel down from Cork to train uh, I know Mark Crawley for example he was travelling down from Dublin we all do it for the one goal which is to win for Barry Row um, so yeah definitely there's a, a renewed uh, passion for the club in the parish and definitely the remote working has helped that absolutely and it's a big commitment for you as well and even from, from Mark you mentioned there travelling from Dublin and indeed Cork City you know that, that takes a lot of your own personal time out of your own day it is yeah but it gives me time to listen to podcasts and listen to C103 so I don't mind it too much <laughs> says all um, the right things <laughs> yeah no it's, it's, it is but I've always said to myself I'll keep doing it as long as it doesn't feel like work and I, get, I love playing with my teammates so it's not a big deal and that is it exactly um, David enjoy the night tonight here in the Celtic Ross Hotel and have a good evening to all there from Barry Road that is David O'Sullivan uh, joining us with their success in the Carberry Junior A Football Championship at uh, their victory over Kilmacabee and indeed uh, they'll have a good night there I'm sure all the gang from Barry Road now let's continue we have a number of awards tonight that will be um, held I mentioned a few of them there one of those was the Hall of Fame Awards and one man receiving this award this evening as a man who has a dedication in the sport of kickboxing. We'll know a number of names I'm going to mention in a while from the region who have done so well in that particular sport and a lot of this they dedicate back to one man who is Ian Kingston who joins me here this evening. Very good evening to you Ian. Thanks very much. Good evening. And receiving the Hall of Fame this evening for your work and your dedication to the sport of kickboxing. I suppose before we get into the reason why, where did the interest come from for yourself in kickboxing? Oh, um uh, many years ago, um, I started boxing first, I'd say, um, in West Cork. And um, it just kind of grew from there. Uh, kickboxing was a relatively new sport at the time. And um, uh, this girl, actually, Mercedes Taff was her name, right? um, she 
uh, came from Sligo and she was in the area and she started up a club and that's kind of all took off from there really and when the club was set up then the interest locally came about and people wanted to get involved yeah. and one of those was a man who now is a two time world champion Tony Stevens and others he and others are, are owing a lot of their success down to you yeah I can I can <laughs> I can see where it's coming from I suppose but um, like it takes like in Tony's case now he's he's a special guy he's been training with me probably 25 26 years and um, uh, you know he still has the, the want for the compete and uh, and represent Ireland and it's, so he's they're special people really and speaking of just Tony there I mean the club was set up and you more and more people got involved another person is Lily Delacour who yeah. we've actually had on here on this special outside broadcast yeah. and she's been recognised at these awards I mean she's now known as a world class kickboxer winning world and European gold at both junior and senior levels all yeah. coming from that club no no they're I suppose really I, I'm, I'm blessed that they came in the door okay? yeah. I'm, I'm sure no matter what sport they did they'd have been really successful at it and uh, the likes of Tony and Lily um, like they're world superstars really like Lily was probably the best in her category for about 10 years it took it took about 10 years for someone to figure her out and um, Tony uh, has won world European titles at, at every, like at junior at all the cadet and at senior um, a, a real special athlete really okay and, and like he did something um, when he was 18 he won a junior European title and um, two months later he went on and he won a world senior title uh, it's, it very 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 rarely happens I don't know of anyone else that did it he went on then okay and he I suppose there was five six seven years of a gap okay and no one thought he'd be able to win a senior title again and lo and behold out he went and um, uh, he achieved that again so again very special athlete and when you mention the, the, the two we mentioned there and their commitment to the sport that unique commitment to, to be successful in any sport oh, yeah. um, kickboxing itself when we watch it on TV or we see the videos it's a sport that demands a lot from the body I mean there's a lot of cardio work in play here yeah no look at it it's, it's kind of a special sport it's a combat sport okay um uh, there's a lot more to fitness. There's you've got to have a high skill level. Uh, you've got to have the right mindset for it. And um, like it, it's it's hard going out on the mats or, or into a ring and facing someone. And uh, you know it's like it's it's. I think it's a special athlete, really. Okay, um, uh, for sure. And and it's it, it takes a lot. Yeah, it takes a high skill level, a uh, lot of motivation. You've got to have really have to have the right mindset for it. And you mentioned the mindset there over the various uh, course of the interview. Do, do you think when you're going in to, to see your opponent out in the, the mats, as you say, or wherever it's been held, yeah. does that play a lot? I mean, you can train as much as you can, but what's in the mind? Does that play oh, yeah. a big, big factor in it, yeah? Oh, it's, 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 it's massive. It's, it's massive, really. Um, uh, do you know, being able to control emotions, being able to, you know, do your best under pressure, um, like, it's, it's a really hard thing to do, okay? And if you see... 
the real top athletes they're experts at doing it they can pull out big performances when they need to and um, it's, it's all down to the mindset really at the end of the game you know well I know the club is going to grow and more successful follow I'm sure over the next few yeah. years here in West Cork but for this evening Ian well done congratulations you're our Hall of Fame here at the Celtic Ross Hotel West Cork Sports Star Awards we are live from the hotel here in Ross Carberry on C103 right across West Cork and we're going to be meeting more of our monthly award winners right across the evening we'll continue now from the sport of kickboxing we're going to go to the sport of hammer throwing and we met Nicola Tuttle from Kilbrishan earlier this year she was one of our monthly award winners and uh, Nicola joins us here this evening good evening to you hello and now let's go back to the European European games in Krakow during the summer you were competing in your first senior international Uh, no sign of nerves when you were competing in that Nicola your first throw of the women's hammer competition and you threw a new personal best and also there there was an Irish under 23 record Uh, congratulations on that that was a huge achievement thank you yeah no it was I think that whole experience is just so surreal for me because I was like only 19 and being able to go out and perform to the standard that I'd hoped to and be able to hold my own out there was really special especially like when you're competing with like on the Irish team there's plenty of Olympians surrounding you so it's nice just to be out there like and watching what they do and picking up and taking notes and stuff and from there you went to Finland with the European under 23 championship and now the weather and rain on the day did impact on the field of sports you nearly just lost out to a medal but the experience of performing at that level in Finland with the Europeans yeah, no, I think it's definitely such a great experience. And for me, it was my first time in the qualifying rounds, throwing the automatic qualifying. So I think that was just something that stood out from the start and it kept me really positive. And then performing really close to my PB as well, both in the qualifying and the final. And coming forth when I was only 19, I have the same championships again now, next year in 2025. So it was nice just to be able to start off on a good foot. And following on from that, there was more success here on uh, home turf in the National Track and Field Championships. You won gold and you won with over six metres to spare. Yeah, that was really special. I think I won it back in 2020 and then in 2022 I couldn't compete because I'd injured my elbow. Mm. Um, So being able to go out last year and perform, like I threw another 67 metres. So to be able to throw my best on home soil I think was really, really special because I was really nervous for it because I wanted to be able to perform at home when I had performed well during the summer abroad. And as you said, it was special because you were in Ireland winning that goal. Did it, did it mean more to you because of that? I think definitely yeah. in front of a home crowd to be able to perform and to the standard that I'd hoped I would perform to and be able to hold it there. It was really good. And what's ahead now for the rest of the year, for, for this year, for 2024 for you? All of us here, you're back training. Yeah, I'm back training. I've had a good block of winter training done now. So my first competition is actually next Saturday. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to get out and dust off all the cobwebs and then go on from there I'll be going back out to Liera where the European Throwing Cup is on in Portugal in March and then I'll have hopefully depending on where my distances are it's all senior competitions for me this year so I'd love to get out to European seniors but that'll all be dependent on how how my training shows and what I can manage to throw Well we wish you the very best of luck uh, in those senior championships Nicola and before I let you go being from Kilbrish a lot of people are asking where did you get the interest in hammer throwing where did that come from? Um, I tried it at a camp and in Bandon mm. with Bandon Legs Club, but then I kind of just decided to enter for it for the counties. And I was actually at my neighbour Kevin Warner up the road, his daughter's communion, and I was just joking around saying, "Oh, I'm going giving this a go tomorrow." And then he brought out his big 7.26 kg hammer and showed it to me and said, "I actually used to throw it." So then he kind of started coaching me from there, and he was coaching me for years. And then we kind of added to the team along the way with Roland Coram being my gym coach now, and Killian Barry up in Dublin came on board. So. 
to do my technical stuff yeah. so it just kind of suits now I just have such a good support around me with my family and being up in ECD on the Adastra scholarship they're so so good to me as well and of course at Legs Ireland so it's just working out well for me at the moment a lot going on all from that holy communion it, it all changed exactly, after your life yeah. changed your life more or less uh, Nicola the very best of luck this year and indeed into next year and enjoy the night tonight here in Ross Carberry that is uh, from Kilbridge and Nicola Tuttle in the sport of hammer throwing on the way we'll meet more of our monthly award winners here we are live from the Celtic Ross Hotel in Ross Carberry later on this evening the banquet will be held and you'll be able to catch all the action also on C103 socials we'll continue with the uh, sport of motor rallying and that is up next. The West Cork Sports Star Awards live from the Celtic Ross Hotel in Ross Carberry on C103. And we continue to meet our monthly award winners here live from Ross Carberry and to the world of motorsport. And Dennis O'Donovan joins me. A very good evening to you, Dennis. Thanks for joining us here. Thanks very much, for JP. Uh, congrats to you, your victory in the Motorsport Ireland National Navigational Championship. Uh, a great success in 2023 for you. Yeah, it was. We had a great year and everything worked out great for us, thank God. And you were the only West Cork navigator to win a national navigation title. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a big, a big honour. A big honour for anyone, yeah and especially coming from West Cork down here a long ways and rallying will be quite big here I suppose the West Cork rally stands out the fastness over the years as well but when we speak about navigator that's probably some would say the toughest job of the lot because there's a lot of uh, skill here and map reading just explain the difference from the driving to the navigation that that you're involved with yeah this night navigation trials we have uh, a map pre-plotted in a hall and we go into the vehicle then with what we call a potty it's like a magnifying glass with a uh, light in it and we follow the designated route during the night and you must keep as close to that route as possible and you get penalised for incorrect, the wrong route, we'll say. And it's up to you then to basically tell the driver where to go on that route. You're, you're the man making the call. I, I, I suppose so, yeah. That's, that's my job in the car anyway. And, um, and it's up to them then just to follow the route as, uh, as I tell them. Do you find that pressurising? I find that like a lot of pressure because it's your one wrong word kind of go the wrong way. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally the wrong way, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It, is, it can be quite pressure and I put a lot of pressure on myself too, I suppose, to try and to do the best we can. And yeah. It is up to the two of us then in the car just to get on. And that's where the success came from then because you, you are putting pressure on yourself. That day you won, wasn't it? Uh, Mallow driver Derek Butler he was the he was the driver he today, was indeed yeah, yeah, yeah. and for yourself you're involved with the Skibbereen District Car Club where for yourself did motorsport and running how did you get into the sport oh, I suppose we used to spectate before and um, we just went down from that and just liked the, the balls I suppose and we just got involved there well, we wish you the best of luck for this year. Uh, a lot of rallies up again, of course, locally here in West Cork even. So, Dennis, best of luck and enjoy tonight. Thanks very much. Very Thank good. You. There is Dennis O'Donovan in the world of motorsport. Now, we're going to go back to one of our overall awards this evening. And this is the overall Pauly Palmer West Cork Sports Star Youth Award winner, of course, which is named after our late colleague, Pauly Palmer, who usually would be with us, of course, tonight. But as everybody knows, sad events uh, earlier on last year uh, on the passing of Pawdy. Uh, we still remember him at these awards and that is why we call the Youth Award after Pawdy. He had so much investment in youth from these awards and indeed of course from his profession as teaching. And this year the overall winner goes to Emma Hurley. Emma a very good evening to you. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thanks. I'm happy to be here. And you had some year last year. We'll start first with rollballing because it goes across two sports for you. Um, in the summer you had the county trophy win in Ben Blow, and from there that led to the All-Ireland under Cup uh, that brought you huge celebrations to Drina. Two big events there for you. Yeah, they were massive. It was it was great. 
it was um, highlight for for your sport or sporting year, I suppose you could say this at the start. Yeah, of the career, I wasn't yeah. expecting to go that far at all. Yeah, weren't you? Know, even though you were proven, and people were saying you will go far. Yeah. <laughs> in it. When I got in the rhythm, it just kept going, and yeah. I was winning more and more. And then from there, you did go along and you had success with the dual West Cork champion too. You won the under-18. Uh, that was a big score in German League. You were there with Emer O'Connell. Yeah. Um, Great success on yeah, that was, day as well. Yeah, that was good on. as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then moving from bowling, you went then to soccer. You were the first girl to compete in the Under-14 Kennedy Cup. A huge opportunity here because this was history-making. You were the third overall West Cork team to finish within the Kennedy Cup. Oh, that was great. We weren't expecting to go that far at all. Yeah. We thought... But we were just amazed. We didn't know we could go that far. And was it easier in it? Obviously, road bowling a lot of it. Outside of the the dual one, you're on your own. Is it easier being playing in a team? How do you find that mix? I f- I feel it's better when you're around people and yeah. like they can push you on. But in bowling, then you kind of just on your own for most of it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, to- a totally different uh, scenario from yeah. both sports. Well, well done to you. Um, I mean, you made headlines being the first girl to feature so strongly in soccer in West Cork. So congratulations on winning the overall Polly Palmer Youth Award winner. And enjoy your evening, Emma, this evening here. Thank you. That is Emma Hurley, our overall Polly Palmer Youth Award winner here at the Celtic Ross Hotel. Now to the Special Achievement Award here tonight uh, at the Celtic Ross Hotel West Cork Sports Star Awards. We are live here from the hotel in Ross Carberry this evening, chatting, as you're aware, to month, uh, some anyhow, of our monthly award winners. And next up, the Special Achievement Award goes to Town GAA and Tyg Toomey, a long-serving Town stalwart, joins me. Good evening to you, Tyg. Evening, JP. It's been a busy few weeks for you over the last while with the success in Nooses Town. You had the GA Awards in Cork last night as well, so the celebrations continue. For yourself, though, last year, at one stage, you had 13 championship games in 15 weeks. 12 of those were actually unbeaten, uh, and you were playing against some of the top teams in Cork, and you proved a lot of the pundits wrong uh, when they were looking at Nooses Town and thinking it would not go your way, but you, you proved them wrong both or twice, really. <laughs> yeah, um, I suppose uh, week on week, we probably you know we enjoyed it a bit more I think um, the winning as well on top of it you know the winning mentality I suppose winning is a habit so that kept us going as well and, and we told we told ourselves you know not to get um, physically tired or anything like that and I think that stood to us you know all the players got behind each other and management got behind the players so I think that was a that was the main thing the hurling title win I mean you had to do that twice with the replay uh, over Blarney you know it was a slow start but you did win out over Blarney first of all when we look at the hurling yeah um, I suppose it was it was a close game the first day out you know um, we knew Blarney were going to be tough you know we were lucky to beat them the first day out in, in the round robin stage and um, they, they brought a lot of thing to us again on the, the day of the final but uh, I think it was a fair result that day, you know, um, and on the second day out then the, the replay, I think we probably came out on top. We deserved to come out on top, I think, you know. Um, we put in a lot of hard work and uh, I think we we enjoyed it at the, end, at the final whistle, you know, so it was a great feeling. You couldn't do much celebrations for a lot of the team members because then it was off to the football final, uh, took on nearby Donny, so it was a, a close call. He would have known a lot of the guys on that team. Uh, was there extra pressure having two West Cork teams in that final? Um, yeah, I think so. And they they came out of the blocks, you know. They came, they went five one ahead. Um, and I was thinking to myself, geez, we have to settle here, you know. And we did. We brought it back to two points at half time. 
and uh, I think we settled in the second half and we probably um, the fitness stood to us and I think we um, we steamrolled them there at the end so I think yeah it was a good result yeah. You yourself a dual player and you had a milestone birthday in the middle of those games as well uh, on the hurling final day it must have been great to celebrate the success of playing for both and how far you got winning for, for the year 2023 yeah, um, do you know, it was a really enjoyable year, do you know, and I suppose it's when things like this are going right, you know, it's hard to walk away from GA, do you know. Um, yeah, the milestone birthday, I suppose, <laughs> a lot of people know that I'm 40 now, so, um, but look, as I said, it was a really enjoyable year, and I think it's hard to walk away from stuff when when uh, you're good buddies with all the, the players and stuff and the management, you know. And you have a close bond with the team in Newcastle. I mean, many are still living in the area. Uh, you all grew up together, would have gone to primary school. Many would have gone to secondary school with the Hampton High or, or, or St. Brogan. So there, there is a strong connection within the team from young to old. Does that play a part then when you're out in the field on the day because you all know each other so well? Yeah, definitely, you know. And... Um I suppose there's a few players there now that I would have played with their father, so <laughs> I, um, I probably know them a, a bit better. But um, look, we're a close-knit group, you know, um, between the football and hurling. There's not many that don't play both, so that stood to us definitely, yeah. And um, growing up together, going to the same primary school and all that, that definitely stood to us, yeah. And of course now for, well, this year you'll be uh, battling the top level for, for, for the year coming. So is it the challenge on for Newcastle? Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, I suppose I haven't told the wife if I'm going back playing or not yet, so <laughs> I'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah, I suppose we're going out to compete, you know. We're not just going to show up. I think um, we have to go out and compete. And uh, I think, look, we'll just have to get the heads right and train hard again for the, the year coming well Tyg the best of luck on your decision if you're going to commit to the jewel or not this year for your family and for your wife but whatever happens I know there's a bus after arriving from Newcastle to enjoy the celebrations tonight so uh, best of luck for the year ahead Thanks, and indeed enjoy the night and uh, try and behave with that bus and then back to Newcastle <laughs> take care Tyg to be there uh, who's won the special achievements for Newcastle GAA this evening here at the Celtic Ross Hotel we are live until 7 meeting some of our award winners here this evening and we continue next as we hear from the team of the year from Donovan Ross at That's Up after this break. The West Cork Sports Star Awards live from the Celtic Ross Hotel in Roscarbury on C103. As we continue to meet some of our monthly award winners here, we are live from Roscarbury on C103 in West Cork until 7 and then C103 Country with Michael Dinehy is along after news at 7. But it was a great year for O'Donovan Ross ladies football team who are team of the year here this evening and Lisa Hart joins me. Lisa, a very good evening to you. Good evening. And you've all the gang here this evening like Castlehaven and like, indeed like Newcastle have. Did you come on a bus? Um, I didn't come on a bus, but the team are following me <laughs> after on the bus. There's buses everywhere here tonight in Roscarby from the various teams, so it's going to be a long night. Anyhow, on the sporting side of things, you guys, you bounced back after your 2022 campaign, reaching the Munster Junior A final, and really that kind of moved you on to the success of last year, didn't it? Definitely, yeah. Um, I suppose we lost the county final last year against Nava Bond in MTU, and we are back again this year, and we wanted a result, and we won the county final and then we got the taste of silverware and we just wanted more and thank God it all worked out for us. And then, of course, this year you came overcame the uh, Kerry side. You moved along to the All-Ireland level meeting Gursaran from Wexford and you really overpowered the South East side to get to where you were. I mean, you know, they, they were considered a strong side and you, you really beat them on the day. Yeah, um, I suppose 
big occasions like that, you know, nerves is bound to be involved. But um, we went out there and, you know, we made a lot of mistakes. But thank God we fought hard till the final whistle. And I think it was the, our hunger and determination got us over the line in the end. And then came All-Ireland Junior Football Day. I mean, that was a huge experience to be playing in Parnell Park. You were up against that, um, well, it was a historic victory, I suppose, over the outfit from Mayo. What was it like to play and get to the final for all of you guys? Because, you know, you've been together so long preparing for this year. It was incredible to play an All-Ireland final with your club is something you only dream of and something only few teams get to experience. So to play an All-Ireland final with your club was really a dream come true for a lot of us. And a lot of us have been playing together since the club was founded in 2010. So to get that form of success and to be up playing intermediate football next year just means so much to us all. And it, it was fantastic. And as you say, intermediate now next year, is the pressure on for, for you guys to see if you can do as well as this year? Pressure's definitely on. We've yeah. definitely been focusing on the celebrations over the last few weeks, but <laughs> we'll be back into training now soon and it'll be getting focused now again for the year ahead. There was huge celebrations, as you mentioned, that on the way home after the All-Ireland. I mean, all the towns to Skipperine had flags out, had signs out, and a massive crowd out on the night fee. Oh, people were just incredible. The support that we received throughout the towns and even neighbouring towns, people with flags, bunting, banners, everything. And the night at the All-Ireland coming home, the crowd that came out to welcome us home was incredible and it was just so appreciated by all of us it just meant so much to everyone and to the community it was fantastic well the very best of luck uh, tonight enjoy the night and indeed the best of luck for the year ahead Lisa and congrats again on your All-Ireland when Lisa Harsh from O'Donovan Ross Ladies who are this year's team of the year here at the Celtic Ross Hotel West Cork Sports Star Awards we are live right through until 7 o'clock and then from 7 after news it's C103 Country with Michael Dinehy but we will continue on here uh, from the Celtic Ross Hotel and we'll now concentrate on the sport of camogie of course a great year for Cork and Fiona Keating joins me good evening to you Fiona hi JP how are you I'm fine now of course not your first time here at the West Cork Sports Star Awards you've won the youth award over the years as part of the Cork camogie team and now uh, you're here for the monthly award winner you were also part of Corsi's a team of the year and this year of course it's all because of the All-Ireland Camogie final and you scored Cork's fifth and final goal a huge uh, moment for you Fiona just take a moment there we're going to hear you scoring the goal <laughs> we had the match live here on C103 on the day and here is commentary of your goal from John Cashman still retaining possession looking for the pass inside oh it's a lovely pass it's a great ball inside to Fiona Keating great vision she could set up a goal she's going for the goal herself Keating is in on goal and Keating gets the goal fantastic pass inside it's a fifth cock goal it's scored by Fiona Keating and the Watford defence has been ripped apart in the second half Fiona Keating's first goal in this final and again it was a little bit too easy from Watford point of view but we've got to credit the pass wonderful vision there so the winning goal Fiona and you also fed a goal to Amy O'Connor yeah so it must have been a great feeling for you knowing that at that stage for your fifth goal this was it this was going to be the win yeah I mean I was only saying it to Jared there a while ago that um, RT came down to Corys Rovers the pitch the week of the All-Ireland final and they asked I think uh, one of the boys who's only like six or seven and they were like oh how much are the girls going to win by on Sunday and he was like four goals and we were all laughing at him being like God I, if we, we wish like we never thought you know that we'd win by that big of a margin but I mean you know after facing Kilkenny and Galway in the quarter final and semi final and then Waterford in the final I think you know we didn't take the easy route to the final you know um, but to go and win the final by that much in the end was something we never ever thought that would happen and the team yourselves when you showed your bond as a team and that's why team play is so important it was very evident on that day 
Yeah, I mean, there was a load of us there now that have kind of lost the previous two All-Ireland finals. Um, so, you know, we kind of come with that experience and, you know, that goes a long way on the big days like that. So I think, you know, there was kind of a more relaxed um, atmosphere in the dressing room. We all knew what was to come and knew what was ahead of us and knew what we had to do. Um, so I think that played a major part of us getting to where we got to. Um, you know, there's a load of experienced players there now. We don't have as young of a panel as we used to um, or last year, I mean. But, you know, I think it stood to us at, uh, at the end of the day. Totally, it did. And, of course, now for this year under the new coach of Germanley and you're out again. Is it in two weeks' time? Yeah, so we have Kilkenny in our first game. We're actually playing Tipperary next Friday night in a charity game. Oh. Um, yeah, so that's up in um, Barson Lay, I think, next Friday night. So, you know, it's kind of straight back into yeah. it, which is a good complaint. And, you know, um, the court, we played a friendly the other night, MTU and Cork Seniors. So, you know, it's great to get games under our belt before, um, you know, the league campaign starts in a few weeks. Yeah, because it's been a bit of a break, I suppose, for, you know, championship games and league games. So it's good to get back in and get out there again and get ready for the year ahead. We wish you the very best of luck, uh, Fiona, yeah. in the year ahead. Ahead. and well done you of course are a monthly award winner here enjoy the night tonight uh, there's a lot of sporting heads here from West Cork so I'm sure you will uh, that is Fiona Keating there of uh, Cork Camogie very finally as we before we wrap up we're going to go to athletics and Fiona Everard uh, joins me because uh, Fiona had a great year uh, she was the new national women senior cross country champion after f- a fantastic performance in very tough conditions in Kilkenny uh, first of all good evening to you Fiona hi thank you I mean all of this happened just about less than a year on from your novice title in Connor. Yeah, yeah, definitely a big jump. Um, I think it's finally after, I suppose, sinking in and I realised it actually happened. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm still just as delighted with it. And then, of course, from there, you did go to the European level, to Brussels. You did so well with the Irish team. You came eighth and finished a very credible 34th at the end. But for you, I suppose, the big highlight was at the Irish University Championships. You represented the University of Galway and you won the 500 or the 5,000 metres race. Yeah, um, I was kind of happy to do that, I suppose, with Galway, just because since I moved up, they have done a lot for me, the college, so it was a nice one. Um, and yeah, I think 5k on the track kind of suits me, 5 and 10k I'd be kind of working towards, so yeah, that was a nice one as well. And for the year ahead now, what are the plans? I'm targeting a 10k on the road in Switzerland in early March, um, and hopefully if that goes well, I'll stick with more so towards the 10k over track, um, but yeah, 5k as well. Um, and just trying to get my times as low as possible for those, so hopefully some PBs. And you're still juggling the college and indeed training, so that, that will continue on for 2024. Yeah, it's yeah. working really well actually. There's a good oh, setup good. with yeah um, with Medtronic on placement, um, and I think yeah they've been really like flexible with me working kind of running around that. So yeah, if I can stick with the same system, I think it's going well for me so far. And it's great to have that flexibility. It does mean a lot. Fiona, continued success to you this year. Enjoy your night. That is Fiona Everett from the Sport of Athletics. And that's all we have time for this evening here from Ross Carby. The banquet, an overall winner, will be announced later this evening. You can catch all the action on C103 socials and indeed a reaction tomorrow on Cork Sports Sunday. My thanks to Graham Mortel on sound back at base, to Ken Parrish on sound here in Ross Carby and indeed to the C103 Street Fleet. Our thank you to Helen and Neil of the hotel here. And we wish Neil all the best. He's leaving his role tonight as a general manager of the Celtic Ross, so we wish him the best in the future. Many thanks to all our award winners. Michael Dinehy is next with C103 Country after news at 7. I'm John Paul McNamara from Ross Carberry. Good evening. The West Cork Sports Star Awards, live from the Celtic Ross Hotel in Ross Carberry on C103.